Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Now, I'll tell you what, man. Very, very, very interesting in terms of uh, what's going down with Teen Suicide Week. Lots of people have been talking to us as well. And we get to more of your voice notes in just a bit. But first, let's uh, speak to our special guest this afternoon. We're going to be discussing the warning signs with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group Operations Manager, Vanisha Gordon, joining me live now on Lotus FM. Welcome to the show. Uh, Vanisha, how are you doing? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks for you. Great stuff. Thanks for joining us on the official drive this afternoon. Now, firstly, how has COVID-19 affected the mental health of teenagers? So, I mean, the mental health of teenagers has been impacted. They have, in general, everyone's mental health, everyone's lives, everything changed when we went into the initial lockdown. Uh, the teens especially, they had to adapt to online learning. They had to adapt to the fact that they can't do the extracurricular activities. Um, their systems, you know, they're not going physically to their schools. They're not meeting their friends. There's a lot of different factors that fall into place. Also, if we look at the family dynamics and the spaces within the homes, they're very different from area to area and from student to student or team to team, if we look at it. So some may have access to to um, data, access to their own rooms where they had time to do um, their work, whereas others didn't. So there's a lot of different factors that impacted the team during this lockdown or during the COVID space. Now, Vanisha, what are some of the warning signs of depression amongst teenagers that parents, teachers, friends and family members need to look out for? It's very important that if a teen is talking about suicide, they're giving away their size possessions. Um, they're saying things like, the world would be a better place without me here. They are feeling hopeless. They're feeling helpless. They were going to their rooms a little bit more than expected. Their behavior is changing a little bit more. And you might, as an older sibling, a younger sibling, a parent, a friend, or even a teacher, is noticing, you know, maybe on the online learning platform, this team is not being as active, they're not as forthcoming, things are changing. Parents can notice if their child is not eating like they used to, they're not sleeping like they used to. So these are things that we need to then say, okay, I'm observing this and seeing this and then asking that team, how can I help you? Is something the matter? What can I do to support you? And how can I make your, um, you know, make your day a little bit better so that we can help you manage this? Now, would you say there is still a lot of stigma and fear around suicide and even discussing it is viewed as taboo? I think definitely. It's definitely still, um, you know, something that is around stigma. And it's very important for us to have that conversation, to create the awareness, to tell teachers and tell parents that it's okay to ask your child or ask the team to say that, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, you haven't been feeling well. You haven't been doing well. Is there something we can do to help you? I know that a lot of people feel or it's said that if you ask about suicide, then you're putting that into the child's mind. But that is not true. It's actually, as researchers have said, that it's actually the opportunity to ask the child, you know, are you feeling well? Why are you saying these things? Is there anything we can do to support you, to help you better this? so that you can have a better quality life. Now, there are several myths around suicide, Vanisha, including that only a certain type of person kills him or herself. What roles do gender, race, upbringing, education level or socioeconomic factors really play here? 
So mental health as well as suicide does not discriminate. And I've said this in previous um, uh, interviews and previous talks, is those that also never experienced a mental health issue pre-COVID are now experiencing anxious um, emotions. They're experiencing stress. They're experiencing feeling overwhelmed because we are in a very different space. We are in this new world which we had to adopt, adapt. Sorry, And we've lost, if you think about it, we've lost our sense of freedom as well. So it doesn't have a gender. It doesn't have an education level. It doesn't have an ethnicity. It can impact anyone that has been through a certain experience and is not managing it. Now, SADAG will be hosting two free online webinars. So tell us about this and how can people get in touch with you? So in normal circumstances, in the normal world, we would be, you know, going to schools and doing activations with entire schools and sharing and having that conversation everywhere. Um, in this online uh, new world, I always say, um, we're having next week the Teachers Connect session on the 24th. And we're also having a parents connect session on the 25th next week. And uh, you can find the information and the place to register on the website. And it's www.sadag.org. And you'll also find toolkits, information, posters, videos, and so much information to actually, you know, equip yourself to help your team or help the teachers help the, the, the kids that are, doing, that are in schooling with them. Now, I've got to ask you this because we have lots of teens listening in right now uh, coming home from school and uh, chilling at home at the moment and obviously uh, parents and grandparents as well tuning in. They take care of uh, the kids sometimes. Now, bystander intervention because sometimes you might pick up the warning signs but you're kind of nervous in terms of how do you approach the teen because uh, you don't want to scare them away at the same time because teens, they're on a knife edge in terms of can you talk to them, who can talk to them, how should you approach it. So, if you notice something and you're afraid to approach that specific teen, Vanisha, what can one do in terms of um, a bystander? How do you intervene? Can you call SADAG and say, listen, I know of this? And um, what's, the, what's, what's the protocol? Definitely. So, I mean, there's different situations. If you are a parent and you're concerned about your teen or if you're a sibling, an elder sibling that is concerned about the teen, the best thing is to ask him to be there and say, you know, the, the words you can say, you'll say something like, you know, I'm concerned about you. I've noticed that you're not doing so well. Is there anything I can do support, to support you? Do you want to speak to a counselor? Do you want to phone SADAG? Can I phone SADAG for you and you can speak to a counselor there? Or give them the number and tell them, you know, this is the number you can phone. It's available 24 hours. Please reach out. I think the most important concept to grasp right now is that it's okay to not feel okay and it's okay to reach out when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling stressed. Any final words from you to uh, the country listening in right now, Vanisha? Just that if you have a team that is struggling, if you have a sibling that is struggling, if you know of someone that's struggling, please call into the helpline, get the information that you might need to better help you help that person as well, or if you need the help so that you can manage better. The number to call is 0800-567-567. Great stuff. The South African Depression and Anxiety Group Operations Manager, Vanisha Gordon, thank you very much for joining us on Lotus FM on the official drive, and all the best as well. 
Thank you very much for the opportunity. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.